0: Welcome to Spirit of Prophecy Church. Is this October 1st today? October 1st. Next week I will not be here. I'm going to fly away (laughs) to Honduras. Rapture? Uh No, not the rapture. Nope, 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 not the rapture. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let me open up in prayer. Father in heaven, I thank you that we have breath. We have life, and you came to give us life and life abundantly. I receive it, and I ask you to also agree with me. Receive life and light of Jesus Christ. Lord, bless the message. Let the people know how to function, who our enemy is, how to fight and win. Get ready for the end times. Learn how to cast out demons. Learn how to raise the dead. Learn how to do the things that Jesus did. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. Uh, you can't see what I'm seeing here out there on camera, but I see Mrs. Young doing this. She's saying, stop <laughs> bouncing off the walls. Well, yesterday, we had a meeting with my Cambodian friend, Albert Chang and Richardson, and we did a healing and deliverance seminar, and it was awesome, awesome. We knocked the devil's teeth right down his throat, and I'm still excited. I'm bouncing off the walls still, and it's irritating my lovely wife. <laughs> all right, The Witching Hour is the title of this message. How many people in here, just wave at me, have heard of The Witching Hour? Boy, I'm telling you, I thought this was going to be something new. They're all waving their hands at me. Okay. Um, not uh, the monitor up here is off. The Devil's hour—they also call it the Devil's hour. Does the Devil have an hour? Well, I think I can show you in the Scripture. He does. Yeah, the monitor. And 3 a.m. Some people would say midnight. There we go. We're on. We're live. Three o'clock. 3 a.m. in the morning. Any of you get woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning? Sometimes the Lord wakes you up. Andrew, he's waving. Bill, 2, 3 a.m. Yeah, I get, I woke up this morning, but I usually go right back to sleep. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Young. Come up here and sit beside me. You're supposed to cleave to me, you know, <laughs> cleave, because the two became one flesh. Okay, Jesus was put on the cross at 9 a.m. Amen. Darkness, this is scripture, darkness covered the land from noon until 3 p.m. On a clock, three is the opposite of nine, yes? And the devil likes to do things opposite or backwards. Just like an upside-down cross to mock the king. King Jesus, the devil is a mocker. He's a loudmouth. Yeah, it's it's actually a broken cross, you know. And uh, don't want to offend anybody. Anybody, but uh, you know that's just how I walk. I, I roll like that. I don't. I, I'm not angry. I don't hate nobody. I'm not mad. But uh, I see a lot of people got crosses and Jesus on it. The dead Jesus. My Jesus came off the cross. So if you got the dead Jesus on your cross, I'd say throw that thing out and get an empty cross. (laughs) Because my Jesus resurrected. That's a bonus. 3 a.m. is a significant sign of the devil and his demons. Now, probably never heard of this, but... uh, in the year 1560, Pope Pius IV, uh, he coined this phrase, the witching hour. That's where it came from, Pope Pius. And they had the witch trials. And the reason they had the witch trials was because they had plagues. I don't know if they had a pandemic like they're trying to put on us now, but... They had plagues and people were getting sick and dying. Massive amounts of people were getting sick and dying. And, you know, in 1560, they thought there was a lot of witches doing witchcraft and causing sickness, so they rounded them up and burned them at the stake or hung them or cut their heads off, the Catholic Church. Yeah, Bill's saying, yeah, the witch trials. So in these two centuries 60,000 people executed. That's a lot of people. You know, now, just use your brain. Most of those people weren't witches. I'd say almost none of them were witches. There probably were some.
1: They probably just refused the vaccine.
0: Yeah, they refused the vaccine. They didn't take the jab. You know, witchcraft uh, shows up, in. Uh, I mean, here, here we, you know, the Catholic Church, I'm not saying they're like the greatest church, I don't think, you know, I think they're off in a lot of stuff, but, you know, the enemy walked into the church, and now they're out killing innocent people, you know, the church still does that today, you know, they got lying signs and wonders leading people astray, it may not burn you at the stake, but it's still going to send you to hell. Amen? Yeah, killing you spiritually. Kundalini, lying signs and wonders. Come to Spirit of Prophecy Church, Plano, Texas, hear all about it. Exodus twenty-two eighteen. 18. Uh, this is the scripture they used. thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. So, you know, back then they burned them at the stake. 60,000. They were accused during witchcraft and that's why my whole city has got people dying from the plague. Pretty crazy, isn't it? Can you believe they got deceived that bad? You know, the deception is real. It's still happening today. It's just in a different mask. Why do most deaths occur between 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. at night? Why, Mrs. Young? God knows. That's why she always tells me, God knows. Well, they call it the dead hour. Research says most hospital deaths, this is research, it must be true, I pulled it off the internet, it occurs between 3 and 4 a.m. So if you're in a hospital and it's 3 or 4 a.m., be afraid, be very afraid. Oh, here's our grim reaper uh, death. And uh, the spirit of death is real, you know. I'm the weirdo that believes the Bible and does the stuff, you know, because I read somewhere faith without works is dead. So I got this rooster. He's uh, he's a naked neck, and no feathers on his neck. So I call him Redneck. <laughs> he's a Redneck. I picked him up, and uh, you know, a, a healthy chicken will have a nice big breast and heavy body well this chicken i picked him up and his, his breastbone is skinny like this and hard as a rock so he's starving to death and i've been praying for my rooster and i've been saying i cast out the spirit of death for my rooster i pick him up because he can't run he's weak you know he's real light but i hold him and pet him and say, Redneck, you're going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord and make me a lot of naked neck babies. And he's still breathing. Only knows what I'm... She's, she's out there, sees old, redneck running around. So we we have power over the spirit of death. Now, does that mean we're not going to die? No. Hey, here comes the, the Rowlett people. Yay. <laughs> so the spirit of death is real. And uh, we're all going to die, but... Uh, what i was teaching yesterday about healing deliverance we don't have to die sick we're supposed to be healthy so rebuke the spirit of death and don't let sickness come upon your body and if you don't want sickness to come upon your body stop sinning and repent amen we're talking about the witching hour the nighttime it is said that the difference between the spirit world and the natural world is thin in the morning which is a third and fourth watch at that hour and that's easy for one to transfer to the other world easily and so astral projection which Christians are not supposed to be involved with they do that stuff and a lot of times if you have somebody attacking you a witch or a warlock you'll be in your room sleeping and all of a sudden you wake up and this happened soon as there'll be an eye looking at you in your bed right And then you wake up and go, I rebuke you in Jesus' name, and it flees. It goes away. So the nighttime is when the devil likes to come out and play. He plays all day long, but he's more active in the evening, in the early morning. This is the reason that the darkest of rituals are done at this time. You know, your satanic sacrifices are done in darkness. You know, the devil's a cockroach, you know, so he likes the dark. He likes to move where we can't shine the light on him. And then we turn the lights on and, you know, he, he flees. Amen? Amen? The light is the word of God and the spirit of the Lord. Think about this. 55% of driving under the influence, that means alcohol or drugs, is between 12 and 3. Why is that? Why? Why? God knows. Mrs. Young loves to tell me. God knows. I'm going, he knows. You know, everybody knows. God knows. Why? John three, nineteen and 20. And this is the condemnation. The light has come into the world. That would be Jesus and the word of God. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. See, that's what we're seeing in America and around the globe right now. People love darkness. What that really means is they love their sin. They like to... You know, club. You know, Christians aren't supposed to be clubbing. They like to have sex before marriage. Christians aren't supposed to be doing that. You know, they come, their girlfriend, they live with them, bringing them to church. You know, not here. We give them the, the boot. We get them saved or give them the boot. But they love their sin. The world is evil. Do we not know that? Am I giving you anything new you don't know? Is this new revelation? I don't think so. 20, for everyone that does evil hates the light. Neither comes to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. They hate the light. That's why they hate us, right? That's why we're getting canceled off of YouTube, because we give them the truth. So, uh, i got to chase a rabbit once in a while. So, we're doing this healing and deliverance seminar yesterday and i told the people i said all y'all can cast out demons it's simple that's the easy part but discipleship training equipping learning the word of god learning how to move in the spirit that's how you know the the harder crucifying the flesh sometimes you don't have to cast out a demon you just have to get rid of the lie receive the truth and leslie says uh, if you receive the truth it will do what for you it will make you free so you don't have to have a demon cast out if you just you know we had some of that yesterday people were were teaching them and they're getting set free because they're getting rid of their error, spirit of error, and false doctrine and lies that they've been taught and receiving the truth and they're getting free all without you don't have to cast out a demon all the time so it's pretty simple it's so fun that was a bonus Jesus was betrayed by Judas at night. Some say midnight. The devil's hour, right? Peter denied Jesus in the night before the cock crowed around 3 a.m. See, the devil's alive. He's after us. This would make the trial of Jesus before the great council during the devil's hour. You know, the Pharisees were full of the devil, right? Yeah. Yeah. They were legalistic, and that is a religious spirit. Jesus called them devils. You vipers, you snakes, your father's the devil, and you obey him. Yeah, you see, the world I live in, that's the way I roll. I'm not on like cloud nine playing my little violin like "Hmm, everything's sweet and I'm happy all the time. You know, I go out on the battlefield and, and, you know, pull out my sword and whack a few devils. And, you know, when I'm not looking, he comes and whacks back at me, you know. And, you know, people die from spiritual warfare. He can take you out if you're not. If you're stupid, he can hurt you. I don't live in that fluffy. Jesus is my friend. Yeah, we're going to have cookies, right? Uh, that's not my world. I don't roll that way. You know, it's, it's uh, a lot of times it's life and death. Okay, John eleven nine. Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in the day? How many hours are there in a day? Why did he say that? You had 24, right? Why did he say 12? If any man walk in the day, he stumbles not, because he sees the light of this world. So when you walk in the light, you don't fall, right? The word is a lamp unto your feet. Psalms. That's for you, Danny, wherever he is. Okay, the reason Jesus said there was 12 hours in the day, he, he, because Jewish. and the Romans, they had watches. They had four watches during the day. They're supposed to be an S and watched four watches in the day and four watches in the night, so that's what he's talking about. Are there not four watches in the day? Yes, and are there not four watches of the night? Yes, again. So they divided it up like this 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., 9 to 12, and so on. So that's your four watches. You now, the witching hour in the nighttime would be three, you know, 12 to three, three to six, really. Some say 12 to 3, but it's... Let me break it down for you. So, you go to sleep. I know people, because of the ministry I do, that are afraid to go to bed because they're going to get attacked. You know, they get. Uh, and Suni talked about this. Happened to her a long time till she told me about it. And I prayed and it just happened. But miraculously, one day, I prayed and it went away instantly, right? Because I'm recovering. So, if you're married, let your husband pray for you. And kick the devil in the trash can anyway uh you go to sleep and you go into this thing called rem sleep mode which is rapid eye movement and that's a deep sleep and that's when the lord can speak to you or the enemy can speak to you so all the dreams you have you know as they say some are pizza dreams some are dreams from the holy spirit and some are dreams from devils and Sunni had years and years of fighting devils and uh probably still has once in a while right not very often not like she used to but if that's you you know people get attacked they're they're afraid to go to sleep and so they wear themselves out until they're totally exhausted and then they just collapse and they don't sleep good and they wake up tired and a lot of christians wake up tired because they're not sleeping good they're not resting they toss and turn all night you know you're fighting with the devil or you got pizza but that happens in the morning, which we call the fourth watch, early in the morning. Mark six forty-five and on. And straightway, this is Jesus, straightway constrained his disciples to get into the ship and go to the other side, into Bethsaida, while he sent the people away. So it goes, boys, get in the boat. All you people, go home. And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. So Jesus is going to pray in the mountain. There he is praying. Um, Somebody took that picture and sent it to me. That's Jesus praying on a rock. (laughs) We're having fun. Uh, 47. And when even was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he alone on the land. So the boys did what he said. They're out in the water, and Jesus is, is finished praying. No, this is an interesting story. 48, and he saw them toiling, toiling, toiling. Yeah, toiling. He saw them toiling and rowing. Row, row, row your boat, right? They're rowing. And the wind was contrary. That means the wind was against them in about the fourth watch. See, this is early morning. Uh, I think that's really strange that they're out on the water rowing at 3 a.m., You know like 3 a.m. who wants to be out in the middle of yeah contrary rowing 3 a.m. you know they didn't listen to their mama Sunni they didn't listen to mom (laughs) so about the fourth watch of the night he comes unto them walking on the sea okay that's not normal you know I've walked on water before it just happened to be frozen <laughs> I'm from Iowa so in January you know it gets so cold the ice is three feet thick you just set in your truck you drive out on the ice you drill a hole and you fish you fish right on there and set in your truck ice fishing so I've been on the uh, on, on the water in the wintertime frozen anyway yeah, I drove my truck on the water. <laughs>
2: Jesus didn't drive
0: his truck. No, he didn't. <laughs> okay, this, this, see, we just read this stuff, and yeah, he walked on water, and on we go. Uh, what's going on here? For, let's just think about this. These guys are rowing their boat. Jesus is walking on the water, and it says he would pass them by. Jesus can walk faster than they can row. <laughs> It's just crazy, isn't it? Okay, here's what most people would think is happening. Right here. See how nice and calm the water is? And they're going like, Aloha. Hola. Hola, right, Tony? Hola, amigo. That's what I don't think is happening. This is what I think is happening. It says the wind was contrary... See, they were struggling to row, and Jesus is just, you know, walking nice and casually, and he's going to pass them by because they can't really go anywhere, you know? I think that's a funny story. Not because he's walking on water, because all these sailors can't out-row Jesus walking on water, yeah. Okay, but when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit and cried out. You know, when they cried out, that means they were terrified. You know, they were afraid. They were afraid. You know, their hearts melted like butter in the hot Texas sun, right? That's what happened. What's my next picture here? Okay, here's, get this picture in your mind. Why were they afraid? I'm going to tell you my version of why I think they were afraid. They believed in ghosts and spirits. And, you know, most Christians today don't believe in ghosts and spirits, even though we have the Holy Ghost and we got an evil spirits. You know, bondage is an evil spirit. Uh, wisdom is a good spirit. You know, so there's lots of spirits we could talk about. These guys, here's the deal. They're out on the water and they see... Jesus, but they don't recognize it's him, and they think it's a ghost, and they're afraid because this is a marine spirit operating, which is connected with the water. If you're on the water, you see a marine spirit, you look in their eyes, you see each other, somebody in your family is going to die. That's an old wives' tale but a lot of people are superstitious, even Christians. uh, We have come. Let's have church. Well,
1: let let me say something about that. The reason that the disciples were so afraid, like you said, is because they believed in ghosts, but Jesus had not been on the cross. His blood had not been shed. They were not set free yet. After they received, after that blood was shed, they were free. That's what makes us free.
0: Amen. Yeah, even after he uh, commissioned them and they went out, they still were just blown away because the Scripture says, wow, even the d- demons are subject to us. And paraphrasing, Jesus says, no big deal. Just be thankful. Your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. In other words, no big deal. You all can cast out demons. So get busy. But, yeah, so they were afraid. They had no power over the spirits at that time either, but they were also superstitious. You know, Jesus rebuked his disciples many times for their unbelief. You know, they might not have had Halloween, but they had plenty of evil stuff to worship. Trust me. Uh, what's the uh, book, the uh, Hebrews, the Jewish? Kabbalah. The Kabbalah. They got their own witchcraft book. Don't read it. New Age, they're reading it. Don't go get tangled up. Then we'll have to cast out the kundalini. You'll be shaking and baking. You'll look like the funky chicken. And then you'll throw up on our carpet. Okay. (laughs) 50, for they all saw him. That's all his disciples in the boat, and they were troubled. You know, the word troubled means they were terrified. And immediately he talked with him. And he said unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. You think Jesus talked to him like that? No. <laughs> I'm a soft like a little lamb. You know, Jesus was a tough dude. You know, he probably said, Stop fearing, it's me. Yeah. And he went up unto them into the ship, and the wind ceased. And they were sore, amazed, in themselves, beyond measure, and wondered. See, what really happened was the the wind, because the Holy Ghost come in like a mighty rushing wind. This was the Spirit. The Spirit was trying to kill the disciples. They had a storm. And, uh, you know, he said, peace be still. And the, all those waves he saw, the big waves, everything flatlined and became smooth as glass. And it, they couldn't. You know, when you see supernatural stuff, it messes with you. You know, when God comes out of the box, it don't fit into your little comfortable mind. And uh, that's what happened. It blew them away. And it terrified them. They were afraid. But we don't have to be afraid of the supernatural. We are a supernatural being, right? We have a spirit inside of us that's the human spirit and the Holy Ghost which likes to do signs and wonders. And for all you out there chasing those signs and wonders, stop it, they're supposed to follow us. We don't have to chase those, because most of them are lying signs and wonders. Now, the we are the ones that carry Jesus. You know, I take him with me wherever I go. How about you? Okay. Mano y mano, one-on-one. On one. We're gonna wrestle with God, right? You want to wrestle with God? Yeah, I want to wrestle with God. I think the anointing would come off on me. Genesis 34, 24. Jacob was left alone and there wrestled with a man with him until the breaking of day. See, we're talking about the witching hour, which is 3 a.m. and so on and so forth. So this was before sunrise, before the day broke. And, you know, he couldn't sleep. Do you know why he couldn't sleep? He had a rock for a pillow. Don't use a rock for a pillow. You can't sleep. (laughs) He had a hard head. I have a pee under my mattress. Yeah. Okay. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And that's why the Jews don't eat the sinew of the thigh. Because they are religious and we don't want to have that spirit, do we? Religion kills. There we go. Um, wrestling with God. Or wrestling with the angel of God. Right there. See, this is supposed to be his pillow. Or maybe that's his pillow. Don't use a rock for a pillow. What watch did Jesus pray? Mark 135, Jesus praying in the fourth watch. It says, and in the morning, rising up a great while before day, so that would have been a great while before day, would have been early. I I got up about, I think, four o'clock today. I got my beauty rest, how do I look? He went out and departed into a solitary place by himself and there prayed. Here we go. John uh, 3, 1 and 2. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night. The third watch, fourth watch, sometime early morning. And he said to him, Rabbi or teacher, we know that thou art... See, this guy knew who Jesus really was. We know thou art a teacher come from God. Yes, he did. He was God. For no man came, can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Yeah, so he basically said, I know you're God. Luke 22:53. Uh, when I was daily with you in the temple, you stretched forth no hands against me, but this is your hour. Whose hour? The devil's hour. There is power. The devil does have power. I'm not saying that he doesn't have power. He can do supernatural things too. We see it even in the church. He comes in the church and you get feathers coming out of the sky and they go, oh, it's the Holy Ghost. Yeah, no, not so. Not so, brothers and sisters. And you do the shaky bakey. That's not, no. It's the power of darkness. Satan does have power. Don't let him... I said this yesterday. I'll say it to you guys. It's like the... uh, You have a tent and you got a camel and he comes and sticks his nose in the tent in a little while his whole body's in the tent. So you can't let him even get the nose in. You can't give him a crack because, you know, as they say, you give him an inch, he'll take a mile. You know, we don't give him no quarter at all. We can't. We can't. How do we escape the power powers of darkness? You know, Satan has a kingdom. And uh, it's described in the scriptures principalities, powers, rulers. Yeah, rulers of darkness of this world, evil in high places, spiritual wickedness, demons are the lower ranking, but they have a rank. And your evil angels that Prophet Leslie's been talking about for two weeks. They don't look like frogs and spiders and snakes. What they look like is great big, tall, armored soldiers, strong, with weapons. And they rule nations and territories. And they have a pecking order. And your demons are at the bottom end, which we have authority to kick around kick out kick them around and then kick them out amen so how do you do that come to Jesus read his word get filled with the Holy Ghost and pick up your sword and get out on the battlefield get in the fight uh, oh, we're, we're going to Honduras this week and uh, Pastor Stan asked me if I'm excited yeah I'm excited I can't wait because I'm going to pull out my sword I'm going to get some demon blood on my sword I'm going to take some scalps I can't wait. That's fun. Soon he's going to like, oh my God. I, I like to fight and win. You know. I am a soldier. You know, I know I've been drafted. I belong in the army of God. And when Jesus comes back and we're all on white horses, I'm gonna be going like Get him, get 'em. I'm I'm gonna have fun. Yeah, it's gonna be wonderful. Colossians 1:13 Who has delivered us from the power of darkness there is power in darkness and there's power in sin. It says and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Let me say something about this. So when we say Jesus come into our heart we've been translated out of darkness into his glorious light and most Churches and Christians in the mainstream See, I hate mainstream Christianity. I hate religion. But I love to have a relationship with Jesus. So we can walk with Him in the cool of the garden. We can talk back and forth. I do most of the talking. You don't talk to me that much. But He does. I'm saying like audibly. But He does download into my spirit. But anyway, you say, Jesus, come into my heart. Your spirit man... A portion of your spirit man gets saved. See, most Christians don't even believe you can have a demon. But I'm going to tell you that spirits have feelings, and I can prove it with the Scripture. It says you can grieve the Holy Ghost. Okay, that's an emotion, right? You can hurt his feelings. And you can crush the spirit. Quench the spirit. You know, and in Scripture, which I don't have laid out for you all, it says, a broken in Psalms, David wrote, something drieth the bones. Proverbs. I'm sorry, Proverbs. Thank you, Mrs. Young. Speak up. Yeah, a broken heart drieth the bones. Uh, A Christ spirit, who can bear? I don't remember the exact scripture, but you can have. So, what I'm saying is, your spirit man, God looks at her heart. Her heart gets saved. And the reason that we know this is because Paul says, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Why do you, once you get saved, why do you have to work out your own salvation? Because I'm saved, right? Well, the thing is, our King James Bible is a translation from Greek, and salvation means saved, healed, delivered, made whole, and preserved. And so what Paul is really saying is work out your own deliverance. i got to get delivered. I thought a Christian couldn't have a demon. Well, come and hang out with me and Sunni. You'll see them slithering on the floor, throwing up in garbage cans, screaming. They'll talk to you. It's real. Uh, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling means. Work out your own healing. You know, Christians, some of them are sick, right? And I'll just say this about demons. Uh, Not everything's a demon. And there's no substitute. Deliverance is no substitute for crucifying the flesh. Because our flesh likes to be in control. And we have to crucify our flesh. So if we crucify the flesh, then we won't fulfill the lusts of the flesh. So... Put that in your pipe and smoke it, as they say. So we have really technically been delivered when Jesus said it is finished. We've been delivered from the power of sin and death. But, you know, you don't hear these messages taught and you don't get trained and equipped. And so we live a defeated life. John 8.12 Then spoke Jesus again saying unto them I am the light of the world He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life We're all supposed to have that light, right? We're not supposed to look like we're weaned on a dill pickle unhappy broke can't get our prayers answered I'm talking to somebody somebody out there depression afraid to go to bed got nightmares, you're getting raped by an incubus, succubus, demon it happens turn to Jesus no, you want me to back up?
1: no, do you, do you want to know a deeper meaning in the scripture, yeah, back up
0: there. yes, let's have church <clears throat> okay, well
1: he says, I'm the light of the world and when the sun goes out, of course you know Prophecy guy here. When the sun goes out, it never be lights. And he literally is the light of the world. And what he's saying is if you follow me, you'll walk in eternity where there is no darkness. Sun goes out, no more moon, no more stars. They're all dissolved, they're all gone. Jesus is the only light. Nothing competes with him. And those that are in eternity walk in eternity. And there is no darkness You can't find dark. Everything has a glow about it So there's a literal translation to that too
0: And what is that glow? Jesus The glory <laughs> It's going to be strange See we've been trained in the physical And you go outside here in the street And, and do this You're going to see that shadow But in heaven You do this Shadow is God You know Like Peter's shadow they saw the shadow coming. They knew Peter was behind, coming later in heaven. You ain't going to see no shadow. Okay. Thank you, Stan. Apostle Stan. Watchman. First Peter 2.9, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. This is who we are, and you should think what God says about you instead of like, I am no good. You're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation of peculiar people. What the peculiar means uh, is you're special to God. God loves you. You're special. You're the apple of his eye. Every one of you. He loves you. That you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So Jesus is calling. Come into the light. Come to me. Read the word. Get in the King James Bible. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. Do these things that I do, and then greater than these. You know, we're supposed to raise the dead, you know, cast out devils, cleanse the lepers, um, um, you know. I can't wait to get out there and back on the battlefield. This is a witching hour is the title of this, 3 to 4 a.m. in the morning is... We're at the tail end of this. We've got a few people walking in here. Romans thirteen twelve. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. You know, light is armor. We talk about the morning star, the lightsaber. Think about this. The Holy Ghost fire. You know, John the Baptist baptized with water. When Jesus comes, he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. That's what I call the armor of light. And um, I call it body felt salvation, where you don't have to be sick. When, when you and Jesus are this tight, and you walk out and see your raised bed, and you've got caterpillars eating your tomatoes, you go, I curse you in Jesus' name, and they just die right there. Like Jesus cursed the fig tree. And you know what? The disciples, hmm, can you believe what I just saw? That tree just withered and died right from the roots. That's what I call body felt salvation. COVID-19, you know, come right here in my hand, I just lick it and no effect. You know, the bubonic plague. That's body felt salvation. The devil cannot find anything to touch you with. That's the armor of light. And I'm not there yet, but I'm moving in that direction. How about you? You know, we got to get closer to Jesus. And the reason we got to get closer to Jesus is because the enemy is getting stronger and more bold and more crazy. AI is coming. Yeah, it's here. So I heard, I'll just give you one example. I heard that if you, if somebody can capture your voice for about five seconds, you talking on the phone, the AI can make your voice sound real. And then they can call up Mrs. Young, (laughs) and she'll think it's me, but it's an AI. You know, and think about this. I get these, uh, I know a lot of you don't have Facebook. I have it on my desktop at home and I got some pastors on there that are on my page and I'll get an email from them from the pastor like I'm in trouble I'm in the hospital and I need you to send me a thousand dollars so I call them up I go my Facebook page just got hacked they're um, asking you know a thousand dollars with your name and so their Facebook probably also got hacked. So, I mean, that's, that is common for me. That That's happened two or three times this year. So what are you going to do when they capture your voice and they call your wife and go like, you know, send me $200. I need something. And it sounds just like your husband or your wife. So we need to be tight with Jesus and let the Holy Ghost Give us wisdom, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, what the problem is and how to fix it, right? We need to move in the spirit. Isaiah 9, 2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death upon them hath the light shined. You know, this is Psalms uh, 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will for no evil, because the guy that was with me is the biggest, baddest dude in the valley. My God, you know, me and God, we're a majority, Right? The shadow of death the valley of the shadow of death that's a real place it's not just words in ink on paper you know the valley of the shadow of death this is a spirit place we don't want to go there but it's a real place you know david knew about it that's why he wrote the psalm you know in psalm 91 i like that one too those are warfare this is warfare scriptures you know we can go on the battlefield and the lord can put a table and feed us and take care of us and protect us even though all hell is breaking, you know, a thousand will fall at your side, 10,000 at the right hand, it won't come near me. Who's afraid of COVID? I didn't take no vaccine. I'm afraid of the vaccine, but I ain't afraid of COVID.
2: 666,
0: <laughs> six, six. you know, the devil's phone number, 666, 666, six, 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 six. <laughs> John 1, 5, <laughs> Oh my goodness, and the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. See, if you're walking in darkness, you don't get Jesus, you don't get the Bible, you don't get the Holy Spirit, you don't get people like us, especially like me, you know, even Mrs. Young has a hard time dealing with it. You know, God knows, right? Uh, I'm weird, yeah, I am weird, you know, what, Jesus was weird, he walked on water, that's weird, yeah. Yeah. He got translated into the sky, you know, and they wanted to build him a tent. And that's weird. You know, he made bread like Apostle Stan, but he fed 5,000 with two loaves and five fishes. That's weird. So I'm in good company. So if I'm weird, so be it. I want to be more like Jesus. If I get weirder and I lose my friends, I don't care. I do not care. I don't care what you think. Okay, Matthew 6:23 but if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. How is that possible? You have an evil eye inside your body is dark. you know? The light that was dark it says, if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? The evil eye. yeah, we're almost time for donuts. <laughs> almost time for donuts. Let me, let me look here at another slide and we'll wrap this up. Ephesians 5.8 For ye were sometimes darkness, but now ye are light. So walk as children of light. Let's stop right here. If you're saved and you have Jesus in your heart, act like it. I think a lot of Christians, because of political correctness, we don't talk about Jesus. and We're afraid to talk about Jesus because it's like a good day to kick Christians to the curb, right? Well, I say kick them to the curb. You know? Pray in mcdonald's or whataburger i don't go there but pray over your food don't pray oh bless the food pray loud (laughs) so they can all hear Uh, you know let people know you're a christian don't be ashamed of god so act like a christian kick the devil to the curb y'all should see saying "Amen." Amen. amen okay we're alive okay Thank you for coming, stay for donuts, in church in about 15 minutes. So Lord, bless the food, we got lots of donuts and rolls and good things to eat, and because we have abundance here, Spirit of Prophecy Church, Plano, Texas. Lord, thank you in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen.
3: It's here today, and also those that are watching online, so happy to have you join us. This is the first day of October. 2023. And so we have a lot to, to do today, this morning, and also a lot of announcements. So let me get through those right quick. Can you hang on those just a minute, baby? <laughs> I tell you, people tune in for just for this, just for this kind of stuff. Thank you. I appreciate that. Where is it? Okay. All right. Thank you. Help, Leslie and Where are you? Help. Help. <laughs> <laughs> are y'all gonna really make me stand up here and just die of everybody oh my goodness okay so i'm gonna hand around some uh flyers here so there's some dates to remember for october november and december here so i hand this to you you can take one if you'd like here's a couple more thank you paris this is paris our little three-year-old miracle here paris you can hang on to this Awesome. <laughs> so I'll take these next since they're kind of being distracted here. So this one, if you can hold that for just a second, let me just tell you. So this is to put on your refrigerator or your mirror somewhere where you remember the fall back. like put your clocks back an hour. You get an extra hour of sleep before you come to church, so you cannot be late that day. Uh, that's going to be on November 5th. So you want to hand those also to Jessica? Jessica, can you take these? All right, thank you, Enzo. And uh, so um, every Sunday at 9.30, our church service really does start then. You want to tune in? Today, uh, Pastor Lou talked about the witch hour. It was amazing. If you missed it, go back and watch it. It's, it's, it's really, really good. Also, um, my the video on Don't Fall for Fallen Angels is what the title is going to be. we will be on the Prophecy Club. Uh, it's a whole uh, probably two and a half hours of the video about that. Also, I did one a month ago called "What did I do it on?" Oh, TG, the gender, gender, gender identity, gender identity, what? Something about transgender. Yeah. yeah, I know, but I can't. I can just say TG, transgender problem, <laughs> whatever it was, whatever Sean named it. I don't know. Um, there's also Bible studies at 630 to 8 every Friday, except for this Friday, which is October 6th, and next Friday, October the, th- the 13th, so he'll be in, actually in Honduras with us, and then also, uh, there'll be intercession October the 19th, if you haven't signed up for that, you need to, uh, it's on the round table up right there, sign up if you want to join in on the inter- on intercession with Kate, and... And I hope that's going around to sign up for, to pray for Honduras. And then also, children. (laughs) So Paris is about to hand these to everybody, I think. But Paris has the best flyer, right? You like those too? So that's going to be on Saturday, October the 28th from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. as for the children and adults. Please Come. And that'll be movies and games and candy and popcorn and pizza. All right. So you can hand those to your mom and they can hand them out. You want to go hand them out, Paris? Here, Paris. Here you go, baby. All right. Let's give a, let's give appreciation for my three helpers. Thank you, Paris. Thank you, Enzo. Okay. And Paris, I know you'd like to pray. So in a minute, you can maybe come and pray for us. Is she cute? They're so cute. I love being glammy. It's the best in the world. All right, so Honduras people, come on up here. And can I have the remote? Uh, by the way, so you can see uh, that's on the screen right now. Uh, if you're going to make a check, please, from now on, if you already made out your check, it'll, it'll be okay. But from now on, if you're writing a check, uh, make it out to the Prophecy Club and... Uh, spirit of prophecy. Uh, the, bank really, uh, the bank is really, the uh, bank is really just coming down hard on every, not just Bank of America, but every bank.
1: So, so here, yeah, here's what happened. So I got hail uh, on my roof, and I had replaced the roof. Light da da back and forth, back and forth. We got a, a refund from the insurance company. And they said just deposit, it'll go through. It didn't go through. And instead, I had to call the insurance company back, and they had to say that the bank, we had to go down to the bank. This is a new thing because all of the fraud, and so you're about to hear a lot of people saying the check didn't clear because they're going to start requiring this of all people. So the actual official title on the account is The Prophecy Club and Spirit of Prophecy. No, I'm not the one that decided to set it. All those words to it. <laughs> Nevertheless, that's the way we in other words, no more SOPC, no more short, sure, you know, prophecy club or spirit of churches. That's the way the checks are supposed to be made out from now on. And we're not the only place. All of the places. There's gonna be a lot of checks and start we cannot, not clearing um, recently.
3: Cash third party checks either. So matter yeah, we fact, for you to keep putting it out to WHO, I can't do that anymore for you because everybody's going to start cutting down and cracking down on, on, that, on those two. Anyway, this is a group that is going to go to Honduras with us. Uh, there's nine of us, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine. Uh So we're going to go to Honduras. We leave Thursday. And again, please sign, sign up for that. Hey, Paul. Welcome. So happy to see you. All right. Is it ready to go? I have the video. I need somebody to get the video up.
1: We need to we need to get too deep here because there's some people that aren't even on the stage. Uh,
3: These are no, Honduras people.
1: No, they're people, going to be right?
3: playing for you. Yeah, just the Honduras people right now, and then Kate and John will come up in just a minute. Leslie, and if you could just stay back there for a little bit because there's another video. So this, okay, so just so you know that this is um, this is the first slide, Leslie. Yes. Okay, so this is going to be a certificate. We're going to do it. when we go to Honduras. We, it's a mission, we don't, I mean, many missions go and they build the building, which is great. That needs to happen. When we go, we do training and equipping, we do crusades, so it's a little bit different when we go to the type of um, missions that we're going on. In Honduras, we're going to go to Santa Barbara. Uh, There'll be a a big crusade on October the 14th. Also, on October the 7th, there'll be what they call a mini crusade in San Nicolas, right? St. Nicholas, and so um, we're going to go and do that, and minister to the people, but when the, we're there, we're going to do a three-day seminar, we're going to have one day <clears throat> the pastors and leaders come in, and we will um, give them, at the end of their this, the day, they'll be getting a certificate, I just wanted you to see what it was like, and... Uh, Tony can read that, and it's great, because Leslie can't. But I can read six hours, and I can read Santa Barbara, and I can read my name. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm say doing the good. the first
1: word, scientific I, there
3: So, yeah. <laughs> so well, this is what it's going to look like. And then this is one for the women. The next day, we, on Wednesday, I think it is, next week, we do, uh, not next week, the week after, on the whatever day. Whatever it is. We do for the women. And this is a certificate they, they will have. The last time we had the three day seminar and the, the women were amazing. I mean, you women rock. I mean, I'm telling you, they, we had some prayer warriors, didn't we? I mean, they, they were, they were amazing. So hopefully this group will be the same. And then the, the, the last day of the seminar, we do, uh, the youth. Mm -hmm. And we also talk to them about sexual purity and, Uh, It's a fun day for them. We have some games. It's a fun day for us, too, because we start off getting them all okay and comfortable and, you know, um, enjoying that they're there. And so we we play the tortilla slap game. Right, Tony? Tony will be involved. With that, we're going to have him demonstrate. And then we also do musical chairs, and they get prizes, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Now this is a video. this is a food that we're going to also be going to evangelize to so different homes'll uh, we'll be walking to and this is rice and beans and I don't know what all else is in there, but this is it's about six pounds right? Is that right It's pretty heavy um, And so they we will at least uh, last year we had to go up the, the mountain on in on rocks and everything. Uh, I do need you to get Linda on the phone and do a, uh, do a. Carpets. I guess uh, put her on speakerphone so she can hear all this. I forgot. So Linda Garcia is going with us too, and she's not here right here today, but she lives in Houston. She'll be meeting us there. But I want y'all to see this, and as soon as she I can know, get, put her on the phone. Mm-hmm. just put her on speakerphone. All right, here we go. They're just showing you that all the food that we're going to be delivering.
1: Those are bags. These of are food. the
3: bags of food that they started working on. This was the the I think the beans, the rice, spaghetti. That was yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's amazing because you go in, you witness to the people, you lead them to the Lord. We have interpreters. Um, and then we pray for if they have a need for healing or whatever they need, and we see a lot of miracles. We see a lot of healings, and we see also a lot of miracles. It's guys that um, I think it's our Salvador that our contact there. This is his uh, nephew, and he's putting everything together. Hola, well,
4: hermano Tony. <laughs> estamos aquí
3: ya haciendo los preparativos. Ya vemos allí en
5: el mando Sequiel. Ya vemos aquí, ya van casi está de mano Norgia también. está
4: de mano Mercy, un también, mire. Gracias a Dios por todo, ve.
3: So, Pastor Salvador's house, <laughs> he has all this food and everything at his house and gets everything ready for us. Right, the next thing I'm going to show you is... Um, uh, example of what our crusade is going to be.
4: El grupo de
6: pastores de la iglesia, Espíritu de la Profecía y la Asociación de Pastores de Santa Bárbara Pasva te invitan a la gran cruzada, Poder de Dios. Yo Con los pastores Stan y Leslie Johnson, pastores Lou y Sunny Jun, pastor Tony Colet, fecha sábado 14 de octubre del 2023, desde las 6 de la tarde en adelante, en la cancha de fútbol de la Seipita Sur. Les invitamos cordialmente a todos. Podrán ver milagros, curaciones, liberaciones y mucho más. Entrada libre. Vengan todos. Dios les bendiga. Les esperamos. Historia.
3: Is that going to be awesome? There should be a lot of people there, and uh, of course, uh, Stan's going to do a quick message to lead people to the Lord, make sure they're saved there, and, uh, and then Pastor Tony and uh, Pastor Leslie, because we can—that's how we have to go by there. Uh, we will do—I um, don't know—20 minutes talk each, and then we're going to pray. The whole team is going to be out there in the trenches, praying for people, laying hands on people, and and doing deliverance on people, and a lot of deliverance on people. <laughs> And so, but it's amazing because, um, really, the Lord does show up, and we're we're so happy. But right now, I'd like for um, Pastor Kate and Pastor Jonathan, come, please come up here. And to, um, I wanna, I want y'all to pray for us, and then we can pray for each other. But we, please, if I would like for even those that would just be in agreement with us going, or if you if you don't have to come up, but if it's too difficult for you, but. Come up towards the front to the, to up here, we're just all, this line up, just, you know, just reach your hands towards us, just a prophetic act saying, you know, Lord, we thank you for these people that are going to uh, Honduras to, to minister to the people there, and we do pray for salvations, we pray for healings, we pray for miracles, we pray for discernment, we pray for, uh, for when we're teaching that we have the right message that we need to give to the people, that they'll receive it, and so we thank you, Lord, and I thank you for it in the name of Jesus okay
5: all right let's join as a church spirit of prophecy we lay hands upon our servants lord jesus we present these people as your servants we are so pleased that your will will be done in honduras and we we say thank you almighty father we shout out a hallelujah because we know that There will be some spiritual cleansing. There will be deliverance. There will be knowledge and power even given to the Honduras people. And that we would raise churches out there. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you go before these servants of yours. That they hold the authority that you have because they are in your name. Your name is written upon them in their foreheads. I ask in the name of Jesus for protection for your provision over them in the name of Jesus. We speak the blood of Jesus over them as they go in the coming in and the going out, that they are blessed because you have watched over them. You are El Roy, the God who sees, and you have seen where they are going. Father, take them places in the name of Jesus. Let this be only a seed, and um, that they would only be serving here in Honduras, but that you will open up doors for greater places, for even more places for them to serve in the name of Jesus, and that they would... Tear down any strongholds that are over there in the name of Jesus, that they would cast out any witchcraft or anything that is preventing the children of God to be free in the name of Jesus. We ask for freedom, for where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Yes. We love you, Lord, and we are so pleased to send these people off. Continue to watch over them, continue to increase them in every step of the way, Almighty Father. Even we're just so happy that they get a spirit of prophecy. Uh, pastor. Yeah, would well, you and
3: Lou come and lay hands on Stan yes. because uh, and I d- don't need to stop the prayer, just keep the interceding going, but I just want y'all to know that um, you know, while America sometimes doesn't open the doors for the churches to have Pastor Stan come in, they're so excited for Stan to come in and talk on the, the mark of the beast. Uh, Tony, actually Tony needs to be up here too. Tony will be Stan's interpreter. interpreter. They, he's going to be Stan's shadow the whole time. Have him come Tony, up here by Stan. Forward. Um, and uh, I, I'm excited. They're all excited to meet him. Um, and he's going to be able to go in churches and uh, speak to the people, the leaders. And, you know, he, he's going to pray for each one of them to receive a spirit of revelation. But anyway, so go ahead, Jonathan. Can you hold hands, Tony, with us, Dan?
5: Father, we're asking that you impart your powers upon our brothers here, Pastor Stan and Pastor Tony that they are going with the word of God. We ask, Father, for fertile soil over there, that they plant these seeds very deep and that you are the only one that causes them to grow. In the name of Jesus, we ask for increase in Pastor Stan and Pastor Tony as they go. That they would be able to share the word of God and they'd be able to warn of your end times, Father. It's an important message, and we pray that there are ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, that people prepare their hearts for the kingdom of heaven. We ask for increase in the name of Jesus.
3: Amen. So while you're standing up here, are um, we done? somebody else saying something? Okay. Or you say
0: something? Yeah, go ahead if you want to Lord, I ask you to bless. Apostle Stan and Pastor Tony, protect them. Lord, this is hard work, but let them have fun. While they're going, even though the burden is heavy, but Jesus said, take my yoke, it's light, and I will give you rest. So Lord, I ask you to do that for my brothers. And I also ask you to raise up Apostle Stan and Pastor Tony to a new level so that the anointing can break the yoke from the Hondurans and that they will be able to function in the kingdom of heaven in a new way and see things they've never seen or heard before, But they will receive it, and it will begin to grow and blossom, and and we'll have a heritage left behind when we leave, because we'll blow in and blow out, but we want the Spirit of the Lord to remain and grow, and we call it forth. And thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, as, a, as a confirmation, as they
1: were praying for me, I got what I'm supposed to talk on in Honduras. Uh, so, yeah, 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 okay. Mark of the beast, we got that. But then Leslie was saying, but you know, you might be talking, and doing some of the talks. Is there another talk? Well, I just got the other talk. And Leslie and I stand in a position that probably less than 10 people on the planet can say what I'm about to say because we can attest to the fact that the Bible is true. How many people do you know that have stood on Noah's Ark and have a piece of it? How many people have walked the streets of Gomorrah and have sulfur balls? How many people have climbed Mount Sinai and have a rock from it? Leslie and I can truly talk to people and tell them absolutely, positively the Bible is true and then to preach Jesus crucified. That's Paul's whole message. Oh, yeah. I purposed, he said, just talked on this Bible study Friday night by the way uh, that, that Paul preached Christ crucified not with wisdom but in miracles and so that's what he wants me to do. So that's what we'll do.
3: Amen. 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 Uh, if you'll join us to pray for this, y'all stay up here. Pray for the service. We'll get it started, and then you may be seated. So just hang on just a minute. So if you, the audience would please stand. Congregation, please stand. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for this beautiful day in October. And, Lord, I thank you for bringing the people in. ...to receive the message of the Word of God today. I thank you for those that are watching online and that will be watching online. I pray in the name of Jesus for the anointing to come in. Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. I ask that you guide and direct everything to be done decently in order... ...that your praise and worship would have no glitches, that it would run smoothly. And Lord, also that the people would have, if they have a healing need, that they're healed today. That we can hear this good word coming forth. And also, more importantly than anything, the greatest miracle of all... Those that are watching, make sure, Lord, that those that are watching, they are saved in the name of Jesus. That We're going to call your name. That we're going call, God's going to call you. The Holy Spirit is going to call you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today. We just believe it, and we thank you for the, the testimonies we'll receive in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you, Honduras Amen. Group. I will see you all Thursday bright and early, by bright the way. And, and, and so if I could have Amy and Bill and Jonathan up here now. So after everybody gets seated, I have um, a message. Um, Michelle, would you go back there to get ready to have the baby dedications pulled up? We don't have to have it just yet, but here's soon. So if I could have, where's Bill? If you come up here? So uh, Annie and then Bill and then Jonathan. So um, I am on, um, right now I'm doing a level one, a level two training class classes and uh, yesterday was level two these people already been through my training class with me for a year and they've come back they came back for more punishment I guess Uh, and actually it's going to be wonderful y'all scoot down just a little bit scoot down this way so we're right in the middle and uh and what happened yesterday they were they were one of their their assignments was to uh, pray in tongues till they received a vision from the lord Somebody screaming in there. <laughs> Everything's okay. Is that screaming? Okay. <clears throat> I guess one woke up, right? Uh, <clears throat> and so anyway, so yesterday they came up here. These three, I asked them to come up today to share <clears throat> what the Lord showed them because I believe this is what's coming to America. Uh, this was for America. This and it's it's going to be. Um, I think really discernment for you, eye-opening for you to be watchful and to know how to pray and then also to know uh, what he's going to do, okay? So we'll have any start with her her vision.
4: Praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. When I prayed, I saw maggots. Many of you may not know what maggots is. If you have a rotten potato, anything that is rotten, you see a maggot inside doing their work, eating. I saw it. It wasn't one. It wasn't two. It wasn't hundred. It was in thousand. Coming round. Round. it was as if the thing was where I'm walking it penetrated into the wall around the whole house I ask what it is is it we need prayers we need to pray we need to pray we are in the rotten Area. Now, when I went back, I Wa- water Wa- the water. Is that what you're saying? No, rotten. Rotten. Uh, rotten. Okay, there's yeah, th- rotten area, full of iniquity. So when I went back, Leslie said, "Go and rewrite it and interpreted it, so that you bring it." I prayed again. Say, God, the interpretation. I want it to be clear. He said, "That wall and that house is America. Pray for America. Pray for America. They are they are rotten, and they are in a rotten world. The place is filthy. The place is rotten. I need you guys. I need Christians to stand up and pray. Amen. Amen." Amen.
3: And then, Bill, had stay up you know, there, You Just stay up there.
7: Okay, when well, I was praying in the tongues and I had a vision, and I'm going to read from the piece of paper because I don't want to forget or leave anything out because I wrote this down as soon as I got up. Now, I was praying in the Spirit, and I saw a black background. I saw an angered, almost evil face of a man. Then I saw other faces appearing one after another, both male and female, And they were not angry or evil. They looked normal. Then I started to see only part of their faces. They were all still male and female, but I would see one half of a face, then another half of a face, or the top half of a face, or the bottom half of the face. And it was still with a black ground. Then I saw what looked like a bacteria, and this bacteria started to change. It started to grow a little bit, got a little bit larger, and it looked like tentacles started to grow out of it, but it never got very big. Then I saw two bright red hearts appear. One heart was slightly above the other and to the left. They were not very big, but they were really bright and a really beautiful red. Then the vision ended, and I asked the Lord what it meant, and I continued to pray, and I did not get an answer, a verbal answer or anything else, but he showed me two more faces. They were really hard to see. It was like I was looking through a fog, and I continued to pray for a while, longer, and nothing else came to me. And what this basically means to me is there's an evil out there, we know that, and we know the COVID thing was a gain-of-function virus that was released, and there's going to be another one, but it doesn't grow very big. And some of the interpretation I got from other, other prophecy students was that we saw our faces, and those are people that will probably be okay, but then the half of the faces, this virus will probably have something to do with our personal DNA. And how it affects them, I don't know. But then the two hearts was the love of God for us and our love for one another, and that we should not give up hope. We should continue to pray for protection and blessings, and follow the Lord and not the lies and confusion that is spread throughout society or our mainstream media and stuff like that. Because there's more to it than what they always tell us, and that's just that was that was mine.
5: Thank you, and then Jonathan. Okay. As I was praying, uh, what was impressed to me was I have a favorite glass that I like to drink out of. Um, it's a it's a clear glass, obviously. On the front part of it, there is a an image, and it's an American flag in a cloudy kind of white look, a frosty white look. And I noticed that as I was uh, seeing this image, it looked like there was a it was smudged. There was a lot of maybe maybe soap scum it was just kind of dirty and there was a, a light film of dust. And I recognize that this is one of my favorite glasses that I like to drink out of. And so I'm wondering as to, as I'm praying, why this image is coming to mind. And I realized that God has used the United States for his glory and he has is, he is, uh, spread his word through our missionaries from past. We have created this country on the biblical principles. And somewhere along the lines, they've been lost. And I rec- recognized why this dish. And the more that I use this dish, the more I have to clean it so I can use it again. And I feel that with this dish being as as uh, unclean that it was, it's because of the refusal that maybe some people do not want to be cleansed by the word of God anymore. And because we cannot be cleansed by the word of God, he has no use for us. So I I felt called uh, upon my spirit to be praying for this nation, to be praying for the future generations that are to come, as well as the generations that are previous to those new generations to stand up at this time, to stand up and be mentors. We see all of these things happening, but what are we doing about it? We're being called. To be cleansed by the word of God so we can be used by him by his might by his power so we can see these things come to fruition here in the United States it is no longer time for us to sit on a cupboard and accept that we're dirty we have the word of God to cleanse us and to be used by him amen amen,
3: amen.
7: amen. and I had one more thing to add and I told you when I asked God for an answer to the vision he showed me two faces but they were fading away in the fog and i was talking about the media and the lies and stuff don't fade away in the fog of confusion amen. keep your eyes on the lord trust in his word don't get into that fog of confusion and that's it
3: amen so the bottom line is uh thank you guys thank you i mean amen I didn't hear thank you, Lord, because he is warning us. He's telling us what we need to do. So we need to say yes and amen because, thank you, Lord, we will, we take we take a note. Uh, uh, it's time to increase our prayers, amen, uh, for our nation. All right, it's time for our what? Offering. Offering. We're just taking it for the month of October. We're just taking it for this Spirit of Prophecy Church. And right here on the screen is going to be how you make out your checks. That's okay. If you wrote the check out wrong today, just start making it out correctly. So I'll let you go on it. Can we have some guys at the podium, please? Oh, you got it? Never mind. <laughs> I could have done that.
8: <laughs> All right, so here at the Spirit of Prophecy Church, we do a... Prophetic act of bringing your tithes to the storehouse. So go ahead and come forward with with your tithes this morning. Good to see everybody. Hey, hey. Amen. Good to be here, isn't it? Amen. Amen. So we had a level two uh, prophets class yesterday, and one of the tasks was to do a tithe talk with a prop. And so. Everybody did a really good job yesterday. So for the pretty well for the month of October, we're going to do a prop with the tithe, so this morning that's what we have.
9: So I actually won yesterday, voted by my peers, so I am going to be giving my talk that I gave yesterday. So the verse that I used is Malachi 3:10. Bring all ye tithes into the storehouse that they may be, that they may be, be meat in my house. So here I am bringing my tithes to the storehouse <laughs> and prove me improve me here herewith saith the Lord of the host and if I will and if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to meet enough to receive it. So here's the windows of heaven being opened and blessings being poured out. Thank you.
8: Amen. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I know and I believe our people know that you gave us this. You gave us this nation that was not a nation. You've raised us up. Even today, with all the sin on us, every nation in the world looks up to America and they say that America is the greatest nation that has ever been on the earth. And so, Lord, it is our honor to give to you. And we know that this is all soul money and lord we ask that it would reach the people reach the places it needs to go all of this
8: would turn into souls
1: we ask you to bless the people back and we know that you will in jesus name amen Amen.
8: Amen. father we thank you so much for the privilege what a privilege it is to give unto you for you are the almighty you are the great i am so we call forth multiplication to the giver And we thank You for that increase. We thank You for that increase so that we may in turn increase our giving because You are worth so, so, so much more. But we bow before You today full of praise and adoration and we say thank You for the opportunity to give back. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.
1: I need a bookmark. And we've got our ushers up here. In Spirit of Prophecy Church, we take a communion once a month. But when we do, we make it special. And so, if you have your Bibles, I'm going to be reading from... 1 Corinthians chapter 11. We're going to start at verse 34 and go backwards. And if you'll pick up the body and blood, we'll pray for it. As that's what they did in the upper room. They prayed for it. Lord, let me get a small one so I can talk. We thank you for this unleavened bread and for this grape juice that represents your body and your blood that was shed on the cross for us. In Jesus' name, amen and we'll hold it until we're all ready. You can go ahead and distribute it. So as they distribute this, I'm going to read backwards. The first scripture is the last scripture because it makes sense, that direction, to, you'll you'll see why. Verse 34, if any man hunger, let him eat at home. So what we're doing here is not a little snack. We uh, do not want the children to take this unless... They've received Jesus, and they should be followed on with that to baptism. This is for those people have asked Jesus in their heart. Then it says, Wherefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, tarry one for another. This is not eating. When we are judged, we are chastening the Lord, that we should not be content with the world. For if we judge ourselves, we should not be judged. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you so that he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation. Meaning, you take this wrong unworthily and you can get sick and possibly even die. In other words, there's a curse that goes with this, but there's also a blessing and we want the blessing, we receive the blessing. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. So it's a real serious thing. Also, this is the time when we want to pray and seek our heart, look into our heart, and see if there's any sins that we need to ask forgiveness for. And let me rephrase that. Ask the Lord to show us what sins are there, because there are sins there. What do we need to ask forgiveness for? Because His blood can wash away all sands Okay, we've distributed around. All right. So not yet. No, not not yet. Almost Done. What was his answer? Yes. yes, okay, all right, great. So verse 24 says, let me back up, 23. For I have received of the Lord that, that which I also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, and Lord, we thank you for your body and your blood that was shed for us, he broke it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same manner, they all ate. And after the same manner, he also took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as often as you drink it in remembrance of me, and Lord Jesus, we do remember you. And I don't think it's time for praise and worship now. No? no? Oh. Well, normally it's time for praise and worship.
2: <laughs>
1: We're having an extra good, I started to say extra long, but extra good service this morning.
3: Okay. <clears throat> so we have um two families that are gonna dedicate their child and their children to the Lord. So um,
1: by the way, I picked the colors.
3: Can we today. get the Wellman? Wellman family? Okay, can I have all the family for for James kind of come on up here? Uh, you're going to be praying like an agreement for it with them. All the family, come on up. We will make room up here. Thanks for filling our church up today. <laughs> this is amazing. Not yet, baby. Just a minute. Not yet. Just the Wellman family for right now. <coughs>
1: Well, you got stuck with the big one, didn't you? Yes.
9: <laughs> you want some, more, some oil?
3: Some oil, please? Oil? You
1: got it? You got it? <laughs> <up> <laughs> <up> <laughs> All
3: right, you check Any precious? Oh, my goodness. Okay, honey.
1: Let the reading begin. Let
3: the reading begin. This is this is James, by the way. He's an important one today. <laughs>
1: Certificate of Baby Dedication, Spirit of Prophecy Church, this certificate is presented to James Michael Wellman. Blessed and highly favored means that God has hands on you for his purposes. We now dedicate James Michael Wellman, born on December 7, 2022, to the Lord, this first day of October, 2023. Do you want me to read all three of the long scriptures here? That's a yeah, whole chapter. Just
3: whatever you'd like to read, huh?
1: Okay, and according to Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14.
3: Read it. Go.
1: And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently the voice of the Lord thy God to observe all of his commandments which I have commanded this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. This is James, right? Yeah. This is for you, brother. Brother and Lord, big blue eyes. Bless be the uh, all blessed come upon thee and overtake thee. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, blessed thou shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shalt the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of the ground, and the fruit of the cattle, and the increase of the kine, and the flocks of the sheep. Blessed be the brass basket and store. Blessed shalt thou be when they come in. Blessed shalt thou be when thou go out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies to rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face, and thou shalt come out, and they shall come out against thee one way, and shall flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and in all that thou settest thine hand to do, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself. He has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, and ye will, and walk in his ways, and all the people of the earth shall see the Lord that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee the plenteous in goods, and the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the fruit of the ground, in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give to thee. And the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain into the land in its his its, in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lead lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And the Lord shall make thy, thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. And if thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command me this day, to observe, to do them, thou shalt not go aside from any words which I commanded thee this day, to the right hand or the left, or to go to other gods to serve them. Apostle Stan... Confirm. You agree. right? Okay. Apostle Stan Johnson, prophet Leslie Johnson, pastor... Jonathan Gallo, Pastor Kate Gallo, Apostle Lou Young's Prophet Soon He Young. May God bless you and your precious child for years to come as you teach them our faith and guide him as walk with Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.
3: Here's some oil stick. You want some
1: oil? I, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm getting some oil. Where's the oil? I have. Is that three in one oil?
0: <laughs> one, two, three. Right, three in one oil. <laughs> I don't know where that came
1: from. So, James... James Michael Wellman, we anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And these words, you will walk, and you'll be an apostle of the Lord, win many souls to him in Jesus' name. You'll be blessed in Jesus' name. So, Lord,
3: I also just pray for for James to just receive and just release the anointing on him. I saw him just, um, the worship, worship songs just really soothe him. And so when he has a, the, when he's going to be such a worshiper, but then it's going to be such a prayer warrior for God. I see him walking and praying and casting down uh, strongholds, and he's going to be a mighty deliverer. So, Lord, I thank you in the name of Jesus. I thank you for this man. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for him. Lord, I thank you that he shall live a long and healthy and prosperous life no harm or evil will come his way in Jesus' name. We thank you for the blessing of the word of the Lord upon him. May it be received upon him. And may it be released to work and operate in him. In Jesus' name, amen. See, he wants it right now. He wants it. All right. Praise the Lord. Anybody else? Anybody have anything? Okay. So with all the the family up here that has come and the congregation, do you agree that uh, we will help this family to raise this young man to the admonition of the Lord. He will be raised up to be a Christian, a strong Christian, and, Lord, that he will fulfill the destiny that you called upon his life. If you agree, would you please stand and say yes and amen? Yes and amen. And, family, you
1: agree? Uh, I, I also want to say, as a clarifier, This doesn't necessarily mean you're saved yet. You have to confess (laughs) with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, rose from the dead, and died on the cross and rose three days later, and you're going to believe that in Jesus'
3: name. (laughs) And
1: what it does is it's dedicating us, all the congregation, to do our best to see that he walks in those ways.
3: Amen. 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 All right. Thank you. Thank you. You are beautiful. Thank you, James. You're a sweetheart. All right. We want to keep and want y'all to keep in touch with us and let us know his growth with the Lord. All right. And,
2: uh, and we also pray that blessing on the other children on the stage too. Yes.
6: Thank
3: you. All right. Well, they're leaving. If I could have the Huntsman family come up here now. Oh, I need that again. Come on up here.
1: It's not a firing squad. <laughs>
3: How old are you, Michael? Ten. He's ten years old. I have on heels. This isn't right. It'll be Michael, the Nora no- Noel. He and has Eric. heels too. Come come come. So um, I, I told them, I said, we're going to be doing a baby dedication. Do you want to dedicate um, hope? is a little one here. Oh, and she said, well, none of our children have been dedicated yet. And I said, well, if y'all want, we can just do it all, explain to her what it is. It's not like what the Catholics do. We're not <laughs> baptizing and saying, like you said, that they're saved, that this is to to speak the word of the Lord over them, and then we agree that we're going to see and help them to make sure that they're raised Christian. So now they're all going to be, all of their certificates, you can read this again to pray over them, but if we can have, you children, if we can have everybody holding hands, can we have holding hands so you can just receive this? Receive the word of the Lord. Amen.
1: If those were also part of the family, it would probably be a good idea if I held those too, right? Okay. So... Certificate of Baby Dedication to Michael, Uriah, Abram Huntsman, Hope, Quinn, Abram Huntsman, Eden, Catherine, Abram Huntsman, Noel, Joy, J- <laughs> it says Joy, no, no, it says oh, Noel, Joy, <laughs> Abram Huntsman. <I'm> <laughs> this certificate is presented to all four of you. Blessed and highly favored means that God has His hand on you for His purposes. We dedicate all four of you on this first day of October 2023. According to Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14.
3: Gotta speak the word Lord on
1: them. <laughs> all right, you four, where are you? Here we go. Give me some oil. Just pour it on here. Just pour some on there. Okay, you're going to all get it. You, and you, and yeah, 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 you ain't getting out of this. Yeah, no, you're not getting out of this. <laughs> blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. You're not getting out of this. Okay, here we go. According, <laughs>
2: let's see <you> can <laughs> okay, talk okay, darling.
1: I, okay, I have a microphone. I'm going <laughs> to According to Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14, it shall come to pass that if you shall hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and do all of his commandments while I command with you this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth, and all the blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, I'm going to win. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of the ground, the fruit of the cattle, and the fruit of the kind of flocks, of sheep. Blessed be the basket and thy shores, thy, thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when they come in, blessed when they go out. You shall. He will cause his enemies to rise up before thee and to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in the storehouses, and on all that thou settest thine hand unto. He will bless thee in the land the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee in the holy people unto Himself, as He has sworn unto thee. If thou shalt give thy keep thy commandments, to the Lord thy God, and walk in His ways, all the people of the earth shall see that. Thou art called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods and the fruit of the body, fruit of the cattle, fruit of the ground, fruit of the land. That the Lord swear, thy father is to give to thee. And the Lord shall open to thee His good treasure, the heaven to give the rain and a good season. Bless all the work of thy hand, and thou shalt lend of many nations and not borrow. That He shall make thee a head and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only and not be beneath. And thou shalt hearken unto the commands of the Lord thy God. I will command thee this day to observe to do them, and thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day to the right hand or to the left or to serve other gods in Jesus' name. Amen. And the congregation said, amen. amen. If
3: all the family up here, of course you're up here, and then also the the church, if you agree that we will help them to, ra- help them to raise their children to the admonition of the Lord and to be Christians, would you please you stand and right say decision. yes and amen. Yes, I did.
1: You made a right decision. Yes amen. In.
3: All right. Amen. amen. And, and, so Lord,
1: and I just, come and be a part of this congregation.
3: <laughs> and Lord, right. I thank you so much that this family is going to serve you. All the family is going to serve you. I pray for a long and healthy and prosperous life. I, you want him to hold this? Yeah. I'm praying, honey. So I thank you for that you're going to give them long and healthy and prosperous life, that they will do well in school. Uh, that they will have knowledge above their uh, their even capability. They're going to be wondering where that comes. The family's going to say. The parents are going to say, "Wow, this is this is has to be God." I thank you for it, Lord, uh, Noel. I saw you. I just saw you. I saw you. Give me your hand. I just saw you being like a Miriam. I saw you being the leader of a, of the troops. You're going to praise and worship the God, and you're going to. You're going to be not afraid. You're not going to be afraid to cast out those devils. You're you're going to be not afraid to to help the others to go forward and to praise and worship our God. I thank you, Lord, that you're gonna give her strength. You're gonna give her just such a boldness. I thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. I thank you for just making Michael just a pastor unto you. Speaking the word of the Lord. Just raise him up to be to just love you and to be mighty powerful word of the Lord, Lord. I thank you that these two young ones will just praise and worship you all the days of their life, that they will watch their sister and they'll watch their brother and they're going to want to do the same. I thank you for it. Lord, we praise your name. Just release that anointing upon them. Release the word of the Lord upon them in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you. You may be seated. Okay. It's now for the fun time, right? Praise and worship.
6: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, that was fun. Now now. it's really fun. Let's stand up and spread out. out. We're going to praise our great and mighty God. Amen. Amen. Are you guys free? free? And we can actually actually shout the name name Jesus. 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 That's right. right. Nobody's Nobody's tearing down this house and breaking in and telling us we can't do that. So take advantage. Do it all the days of your lives. And let's do this. Let's praise and worship our God. Go Go ahead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
3: Lord, you are worthy and worthy to be praised. Jesus.
6: Lord, you are worthy. Who am I to the highest key? You'd welcome me. I was lost, but he brought me in. Oh, his love for me. Oh, his love for me. Who the sun sets free, oh, is free indeed. I'm a child of God, yes, I am.
2: Free at
6: last as he ransomed me, his grace runs deep. While I was a slave to sin, Jesus died for me. Oh, he died for me. Who oh, the sun sets free. Oh, it's free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my Let us be the warriors on those front lines, Lord. You have chosen us, and we are free to shout your name. Come on, praise worship leaders. Come on,
2: warriors.
6: Worship his great and mighty name. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. Come on, declare. It. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am chosen, come on. If that's you, just raise your hand say, That's I
3: me. you say that's I me.
6: am. You, you are for me, me. not against I me. Am I am who you say I am. Say I am, I am who Lord. Yes, we are. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. You are worthy, Lord.
8: Who is this King of glory? The beautiful and matchless one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who is this King so holy? Every knee will bow at his throne. Oh, Jesus, the Lamb of God, our Savior.
6: Are worthy of our praise forever, you alone are seated on the throne of heaven. Glorified.
8: So worthy
6: that nations, spirit, and kingdoms praise.
8: Oh, Jesus, the Lamb of God, our Savior
6: and King. You alone are worthy of our praise forever. Jesus, the Lamb Lamb of of God, God. Our our Savior. heaven glorified.
3: bring them, but they won't come by themselves, you may. We come up here and kneel, please. We want to pray for you.
9: Come, here in. come up here and pray. Just kneel on the stairs. You can kneel right here. Okay, that's fine.
3: All the children.
8: We pour out our praise to you, Lord. To you, at your
6: Your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise, we pour out our praises, your breath in our lungs. In our lungs, so we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise to you, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. We pour out. our lungs so we pour out cry, these bones will sing,
4: Great
6: are you, Lord. And all the earth will shout your praise, our hearts will cry, these bones will sing, Great. All the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. didn't want heaven without us. So Jesus, you brought heaven down. My sin was great, your love was greater. What can say?
4: Name it
6: is the, the name of Jesus. Name the name of, of, Jesus. of Jesus. Lord, receive the worship. Let it be a sweet sound into your ear, Lord. You are worthy. Death could not hold you, the veil torn before you, the silence the boast of sin and grave. The heavens are roaring, the praise of your glory. Nothing can stand against, what a powerful name it is, the name of Jesus, you have no right. Holy, holy, Holy are you, Lord God God, Almighty? Almighty. Singing worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb, Lamb, you are holy. Land. You, Lord, you are holy, holy.
2: Are you Lord God
6: Almighty? Where the is the lamb? Where the land. Land. is the, the lamb? Ah.
3: their life the to the Lord come up here so we can pray Jesus for you Christ, come on come up here, it's you, come up Lord, here what a Lord I thank you I thank you in the name of Jesus
6: if you'll just kneel down there's others here who want to rededicate their life to the Lord this the morning thank you
3: hallelujah
6: the is
2: there anybody else we just want to pray with you
3: Say, Jesus, that's who the man up here, say, Lord, I've messed up. I ask forgiveness of my sins. I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you just forgive my sins. Lord, give me strength to stay away from the temptations of the evil one. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus as they rededicate their life to you in the name of Jesus that they will receive the more boldness and a strength that has... Been up, never been upon them before But it's going to come forth in the name of Jesus Hallelujah. We thank you Your sins are forgiven as you've asked for forgiveness Of your sins and you've asked Jesus to be Rededicated in your life I ask right now We thank you for it Lord I thank you for strength Jesus. Lord I thank you in the name of Jesus, Jesus. Say Jesus you're my Lord all of, th- all of you even Danny Jesus you're my Lord You're my Savior Hallelujah. You're my King And you I will trust for strength. In you, I will, str- I will trust for deliverance. In you, I will trust for healing. In you, I will trust for deliverance. I thank you for it, Lord. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. So, I forgot, Adelie, her birthday is tomorrow. I know there's a couple other people in here, birthdays. Uh, Esther is today, right? Happy birthday, Esther. Hallelujah, yeah. <laughs> and I think, Scotty, yours is in October too, right? 17th, so that's right after we get back, so, you know, I'll we'll get you to after the Sunday after we get back, okay? But, Adelie, how old are you going to be? 14. You're going to be 14 tomorrow? Wow. Do you like to praise the Lord like your mom? Do you like to sing? Yeah, yeah. I can tell. So, Lord, I just ask in the name of Jesus, you just anoint her voice in the name of Jesus. We ask that you raise her up to be a mighty warrior and prayer warrior for you, but also just a praise and worshiper. I ask that you give her long and healthy and prosperous life, and we thank you for this young woman of God in Jesus' name. Say happy birthday. Happy birthday. happy birthday. happy birthday, Adelaide. Thank you. I forgot to say something, so come on over here. There's been a lot. Sorry. There's been a lot today. Please hang in there with us. You're going to have to receive a wonderful message now. We thank you for it. Once they receive, once they turn... Is it 12 or 13? I keep forgetting. Huh? 13. Then um, they don't receive a gift from Leslie. However, I will bring you one next time I come. And for you, Skyly, because y'all are so beautiful, I just can't help myself. Amen. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for the message we're about to receive. We thank you for the anointing that's from his top of his head to the soles of his feet. I ask that you bless him, bless him abundantly, and give him the words to speak. Bless him with the anointing of the Lord this morning. And, Lord, let us have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying today, and remember your word in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Do you know what I'm talking on?
3: Yes, because uh, Michelle told me miracles. It wasn't God this time. sorry. (laughs)
1: Okay, we've got to get together on this. No more revealing the secrets. And this morning, Lord, we say, Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb to take the book and open the book. Because you were slain, it has redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation, has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Lord, we ask for your anointing in the room, your sevenfold miracles to come into the room. We ask that you would give us revelation knowledge and help us to understand miracles and the purpose of miracles. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so I got a revelation on this yesterday, and I'm going to ask you, rather than just give you the answer, because if you'd ask me yesterday before I prayed... I'd have said I don't know. I wouldn't have got it. So, what is the purpose of miracles? Why would God send miracles? Yes. Any other guesses? The Bible tells us. It doesn't say it word for word. The purpose of miracles is. But indirectly it says it. So, rather than me telling you, I want you to get the revelation. So, what is the purpose of miracles? Let me tell you some things that are good. They They do good things. But they're not necessarily, this is not necessarily the number one thing on the list. They are not to fill a church, not to get someone healed, no. They are not to bring recognition to a pastor, or to a healer, or to a ministry. What are they for? Okay, see if you can see it. Give me something to say. (laughs) So the lame beggar was healed. You're all familiar with this. Nothing new. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms. Now what are alms? And they go, "Alms, alms, alms. Yeah. They're saying, help, help. Because if you don't give to me, I don't eat today. So it's kind of like the person standing out there that holds the sign up and says, we'll work for food. Well, they're, they've are they always <laughs> been crippled and they can't work. And so if we don't give to them, they don't eat. That's what alms are. To ask alms of those that entered into the temple. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, ask alms. And Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said, Look on us. And he gave him gave heed to them, expecting to receive something of them. And Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Now, hang on. Why did Jesus do that? Or excuse me, why did Paul Peter do that? Or Jesus did the healing, but why did Peter say that? You'll see in a minute. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Can I hear an amen, Justin? Amen. I thought I'd hear an amen there. <coughs> and he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with him into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Amen. And they knew that it was he which sat for the alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. In other words, they've been seeing this guy, this crippled bunch of bones sitting there begging alms for all of his life. They knew him. They knew exactly who it was. And they knew he had been healed. Why? Why did Peter heal him? Why did Jesus heal him? And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. So why does Jesus give miracles? To fill people with wonder and amazement? Uh, not exactly. Yes, part of it, but not exactly. Back up. And as the layman which were healed, Held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's greatly wondering. When Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, You men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Okay, alright, alright. If Justin were to pop out of that wheelchair right now and start running around the room, we would all be not marveled. We would not be amazed. we would all be jumping up and down with him hollering and screaming and we would all be rejoicing with him. Amen. We would probably do it even more than those people did back then. Amen. Peter saw the answer and said to these you men of Israel, why marvel you at this? Or why you look so earnestly, earnestly on this as though by our... Own power or holiness, we made this man to walk. If Justin comes out of that wheelchair this morning, nobody in this room will get credit. That's right. Amen. Nobody. Amen. Not the name of the door? Nobody. Only Jesus. So, did we not answer our question? To give God the glory. So, he sends miracles not to get people out of wheelchairs. Not to heal people of Down syndrome. Not to heal people of kidney problems. But what? So that they can see that Jesus is real. Right? Right? The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. The God of our fathers who glorified his son Jesus. Whom he delivered up to be crucified. And denied him in the presence of Pilate. When he was determined to let him go. But... You denied the Holy One and the just, and desired a murderer to be granted unto you, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God hath raised from the dead, wherefore we are witnesses. And his name, and his name, through faith in his name, and his name, through faith in his name, and his name, Jesus, and faith in his name, has made this man strong. Peter said, it wasn't me. Don't look at me. It was Jesus. You let another man that was guilty go free. You crucified him. Don't think I did anything. Jesus did it. So the miracle was done so they would listen to Jesus crucified. As I read and researched all of the miracles... They were not there to start a church. Starting a church is very good. They're not there to heal people. And though we'd rejoice, we will rejoice. With Justin? Yes. And there's other miracles in here that needs to happen. There's no one there's no flesh and blood that's going to get any glory for that. That is Jesus. See, Jesus really is God. I started to say was God. That's not correct. He He is God. So the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, before the foundation of the world, got together, and they made an agreement. Say, look it, you realize if we make man, they're going to fall. Adam and Eve are going to fall in the garden. You realize that. And if they fall, somebody is going to have to pay the price. So the father says to son, Jesus, are you willing to die for your creation? My guess is Jesus had to think of it for a long time, about half a second. And he said, yes. Yes. The father will send forth a lamb. Remember? Okay. Okay. His own lamb. So, the father gave his son. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. So, the father is some kind of like... It's more than just light. I mean, I've never heard a good explanation for who the father is. My simplest, best understanding, is best way to explain it is he's light. So, the light, the mind of God looked down at his son, Jesus which is the flesh part of God, and said, you're going to go down. So, Jesus came down. The Bible says, in the fullness of time, he came forth. Mm-hmm. At exactly the right time, exactly right. And when he was born, he was born of a virgin. He's the only one so far who's been born of a virgin, yeah. right? Yeah. He said he would be born in the place where sacrificial lambs must be born. He was born in a manger, and then what they did with the sacrificial lambs is they wrapped them up with strips of cloth. The word is swaddling, swaddling clothes, because the lamb, if the lamb were to kick and scratch, scratch itself in any way, it's no longer qualified to be sacrificed. They did the same thing with Jesus because they didn't want his little sharp fingernails. Have you ever, babies' fingernails are like razors, you know? You've seen babies with scratches. Okay, <laughs> new mother back here, yes, I've seen that, yes, I understand. Well, that would disqualify because they had to be perfect. Why do they have to be perfect? Jonathan Hurley, anyone know that name? Georgetown University professor just testified, what, Thursday, I think it was, before the Senate Select Committee or someone like that. And they were te- he was trying to explain to them some legal things. And what did the Democrats do? The first thing they did is start attacking who he was. Did they tell the truth about him? No. They lied. Well, you've done this, and you've done this, and you've done this. Later, Hurley said, I've done none of those things. That doesn't have anything to do with it. What they're trying to do is take away his credibility by saying he has done something wrong. Because if we have done anything wrong, then the devil says... See, they did it too. So the only person that could take away our sins was one that had no sin. Do you understand? So he was prevented from having any scratches. My guess is, the Bible doesn't say it, but my guess is Jesus never fell and skinned a knee, never cut himself, never broke a bone. He was totally perfect. Not just on the outside, the flesh, but also inside. He never sinned. Ever, ever, ever. I mean, we can't even understand that. Never sinned. And as a result of him being perfect, then, of course, the devil thought, ah, I'll kill the heir. Then I'll have the kingdom. He didn't understand what he was doing was setting all of these people free. Set the people free that knew and would accept the blood and the power of Jesus Christ. So this man was made strong by that God. But those things which God before showed to the mouth of all his prophets, that, God, that Christ should suffer, he has so fulfilled. Now this is Peter still talking. Repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. So what he's saying is, Jesus arranged for Peter to say, Such as I have, give I thee. Rise and walk." He arranged for that miracle to happen so that all the people in the temple would say, Who's this? Who did that? How can you do that? Well, let me just tell you, it wasn't me. It was Jesus. You crucified him. So, what I'll show you this morning is all miracles are all done for the same reason. To point to Christ. So he goes on to say, Repeat ye therefore, and be converted. What does that mean? Accept Jesus. And that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come. Well, you know, that's not not the way we would say it today. But the way we would say it today is when Jesus returns on the white horse, the heavens roll back like a scroll, when he blows his morning star down. By the way, I had another revelation this week too. I said it, but I, I got the revelation on it. So we are in the scriptures wheat, and of course among the wheat is the tares. And when the wood, hay, and stubble is separated from the wheat, what do they do it? What do they do with it in real life? And what did Jesus talk about? They cast it into the fire. So it's the morning star that burns the chaff or the tares. Now, what do they do with grapes once they become ripe? They put them in a big vat and people walk on them and crush the grapes, right? Because what? They want to get the grape juice out make wine. See, it's the two, sick, two angels with two sickles that slash the grapes. I had one guy come up to me one of the congregation or one of the meetings and said, uh, okay, so if Jesus and the morning star burns all of the tares, the wood, hay, and stubble, if he burns all of those, then who is it? How is it that the blood rises the horse bridles by the space of 1,600 furlongs? I smiled. I said, you know I have the answer right. He said, I figured so. <laughs> I said, it's the two angels with two sharp sickles because they slash the grapes. And what's the difference? Wheat represents those that are saved the tares in them represent those people that are sitting in the pews next to them but they fall away and the wood hay and stubble represents the works of the wheat that don't make it in that get burned up then the grapes represent those nations that almost no none of them are christians they are you know muslims and hindus and atheists and those are all the grapes and their blood gets splashed with the two angels with their sickles. Now let me go back to this. Converted the times the sin may times of refreshing. That's what he's talking about. In other words, when he is giving us our new body, and we come into the presence of the Lord, and he shall send Jesus Christ, which was before preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things. In other words, when Jesus returns which God has spoken under the mouth by his holy prophets since the world began. Now, let me jump to a couple other scriptures talking about miracles. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at Passover in the feast day, many believed in his name when they saw the miracles which he did. So, what are miracles for? One thing. To point to Jesus. Jesus. The same came to Jesus by night and said, In Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Amen. I've told you many times, August 8th, 2015, Saturday night, Lord, what do you want me to say for the sermon tomorrow morning? And I heard words. And they said, This is the time of miracles. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. As the judgment hits so will my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen, going all the way back to Adam and Eve, you tell them. I will never leave them nor forsake them. As the judgment hits, so will my miracles. I think that we're probably going to see that judgment hit. Now, this is just a guess. God has not told me. Okay? Just a guess. My guess is we'll see it before the end of 2024. That's a guess. For reasons I'm not going into today. I think he's preparing this congregation so that in that time of miracles, we will know and we will understand he's going to use us to be miracle workers. And we're going to be spreading the name of Jesus, right? So is it important for us to know why God sends miracles? If we want to see miracles, we better understand it's not us, it's the point of Jesus. Stephen, another example full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake. Skipping a verse here. And seeing the miracles which he did, then Simon himself believed also. So, what is it that brought the miracles? It was to bring Simon to believe. Another example. Then all the multitude kept silent and gave audience to Barnabas and Paul. Declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles by them. So the purpose of the miracles was to give audience to Barnabas and Paul so they could point them to Jesus. Amen. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of the spirit of prophecy. Right. That's right. Amen. Right here. We can start right here. Can't wait. Yes. Jesus can. We just have to make certain we're right. Our heart is right, and then we have faith and we believe in these things. Now, you are the body of Christ, members in particular, and God has set some of the church first apostles uh, that's here. First apostles, right? Second prophets, third pastors, and if you want to go on a rant, third teachers. I should say evangelists and then intercessors. Okay, so first apostles, secondarily prophets. Third, teachers after that, miracles. Now, let's talk about that. He goes on to say, are all apostles? No. Are all prophets? No. Are all teachers? No. Are all workers of miracles? No. Have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But, this is the point. Covet. we are supposed to want to win souls. Amen. Thank you. We are supposed to want to to see miracles, Amen. right? Yes. Covet the best gifts. Yes. Just because we can't hadn't done it in the past doesn't mean we can't do it tomorrow or even today. There you go. God also bearing them witness with both signs, wonders, and divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost. What? God also bearing them witness both with signs, wonders, and yeah. miracles are to get people to listen to the shed blood of Christ on the cross, period. Period. When we go to Honduras, what are we carrying? We're carrying the cross. We're not carrying Stan, we're not carrying Leslie, we're not carrying Tony. We're carrying the cross. And if God decides to get people to listen to what we're saying... Miracles would be a pretty good way to do it, wouldn't it? Amen. Now let's jump to prophecy. You knew I'd get there. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb. This is your, uh, actually, this one is the the, uh, the the spiritual side of it, or the Christian, or the the church side of it, like a lamb coming up out of the earth. This is, I believe, a, a possible pope. Probably the the one that's coming up next. Two horns like a lamb. He spake as a dragon. He exercises all the power of the first beast before him and causeth the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the antichrist of the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders so that it maketh fire come down from, our on, uh, come down from heaven on the earth and the sight of men. Now, here, here's the point. He deceived them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles. Mm-hmm. How do you know the difference between a miracle that the devil does? By the way, can the devil do miracles? Yeah. I try to make these questions easy. These are open book questions. How do we know the difference? This is a very important question, especially for our generation. How do we know the difference between a miracle, a false miracle, a lying sign and wonder versus one that God has done? Is that important? I think that's extremely important for us to know. How do we know the difference? Because these miracles... Are pointing to the Antichrist. The real miracles point to the real Christ. Period. It's who they're pointing to. So when we see fire come down of, from heaven on the earth and the sight of men, not impressed.
5: Come on, stand, help us out.
1: Right, right, not impressed. I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, out of the mouth of the false prophet. They are the spirits of devils working miracles. The spirits of devils working miracles. What do they do? They go forth to the kings, the whole earth, to gather them the battle of great day. In other words, these these devils are sent out to the kings of the earth to gather all of these, the earth people down to the valley of Jezreel, down to the same place where they shed Jesus' blood, near the wine press, just outside of the city, 2,000 years ago. He's going to draw them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, down to the valley of Jezreel, and he's going to shed their blood right where they shed his. Amen. So, are those miracles of God? No. But they're doing God's will because that's the reason he laid on the heart to fulfill his will and grieve their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God should be fulfilled. It's God's idea that they should start a new world order. It's God's idea that they should start a world government so he can bring them down and do to them what they did to him. I think I made my point there. Now another place, about done. And The beast was taken... With him the false prophet brought miracles before them which, which, with which he deceived them, that had received the mark of the beast, and them but worshipped his image. And these were cast alive in the lake, burning with fire and brimstone. And the remnant were slain by the sword. What is the sword? Morning star. sword of him that sat on the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth. And all of the sinners, all of the Russians... were filled with their flesh. It takes them seven months to eat the people killed in that one battle. Why? Because it was God's will. Straightway he constrained the disciples to get into a ship and to go to the other side before Bethsaida. Now, Lou, you talked about this this morning. I thought this was really interesting because he read the same scriptures I'm reading. And he would sent him on the way departed into the mountain to pray. When even was kind, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he alone on the land. And he saw them toiling and rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them about the fourth watch of the night. He had come unto them walking on the sea, and would have passed by them. And when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit, and cried out. For they all saw him over we troubled. and immediately he talked with them, and said unto them, Be of good cheer. It is I, be not afraid. And he went unto the ship. When the wind ceased, they were sore amazed themselves beyond measure and wondered. And they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. What did I say? They Okay, so Jesus took the two loaves and the five fishes and fed 5,000. Even his disciples didn't see the miracle. Even his disciples didn't receive the miracle. They didn't see what happened. So he had to come walking on the sea, meaning Miracles point to Jesus. Every time. I I looked up every word in the Bible of miracle or miracles. Every time it points to Jesus. Meaning, if you want to see miracles in your life, they'll come when they point to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, I think I made my point. I made my point. Yeah, all right, I'll read one more scripture. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory. And disciples believed on him. What was the miracle? Turning water into wine. So his, his ministry began with miracles and it ends with a big miracle. When he gathers all the nations of the earth to come down and he sheds their blood where they shed his. So miracles points people to Jesus. Let's bow our head and close our eyes. Lord, someplace out there, there's someone that needs to hear it. They need to ask you to forgive their sins. They might not understand everything, but they know they've done something wrong. And it's as simple as this. All they have to do is say, Jesus. Say it with me. Jesus. One more time. Jesus, forgive my sins. One more time. Jesus, forgive my sins. One more time. Jesus, forgive my sins. And then if you said that, it's important that you confirm that by telling someone else. Tell someone else or you can send us an email to this email address. And we'll rejoice with you. And in closing... If you want to become a member of a congregation, even if you're online, I know there are a lot of people online, just go to prophecyclub.com or Spirit of Prophecy Church, bottom left corner where it says become a ministry member. Click on that and you can become a member. And also, uh, we are all commanded to give tithes and offerings. And uh, we encourage you to click the link below. You can give tithes and offerings. i all called click link, share, and subscribe. Because then... The algorithm is supposed to send it out for more people to find. Lord, we thank you for the word this morning. We thank you that we are going to see miracles in our lifetime. We thank you for the revelation to know that the reason the miracles show up is to point people to Jesus. And Lord, we want to be one of those people that people will start listening to when we start preaching and teaching and telling about Jesus. And so therefore... We ask that you would bring miracles into our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for coming. God bless you. If you had prayer requests, come on up. Leslie would be happy to pray for you.